The last time we were together, we talked about the importance of cleaning up your list regularly. And what that means for you is that your email list will be more robust, more engaged, and your metrics will definitely go up once you do a list cleanup. One of the methods that you can use in order to clean up your list without necessarily just deleting everybody who hasn't even opened an email in the last 30 to 90 days is a re-engage campaign. So what does that mean? What does it look like? And how can you do it? Welcome to Copy That Converts, the podcast that gives you copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with ideal clients who will actually buy. Consider me your bossy big sister for your business. I'll tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work. I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. And I wanna help you do that too. ready for some no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is advice with a sprinkle of fun as we learn how to create copy that converts into sales. Today we're talking about having an active and engaged email list and I'd like you to be part of mine. So if you haven't already, click the link in the show notes and join us for a weekly newsletter where you'll get tips and tricks about email marketing, storytelling ideas, and all kinds of good stuff. So in last week's episode, episode 37, we talked about the importance of cleaning up your list regularly and how that impacts your metrics and your engagement and all the things. There are ultimately two ways that you can clean up your list. One is to identify inactive contacts and just delete them. That's probably the easiest way. But what about the people that maybe just aren't engaged for a season? Maybe they have a new baby and they're just not online as much, or maybe they've just taken a new job that's demanding a lot of their time and they haven't opened their email in the past four weeks because of that. There are lots of circumstances that cause people who really do want to be part of your community to not read your email regularly. So how do we identify those people who still want to be part of your group, but aren't consistently opening your messages? We do this with a re-engage campaign. The three things you need for a re-engage campaign are one, segmentation, two, automation, and three, content that's actually going to get the unengaged people to open. So let's start with segmentation. What do I mean by that? You have to identify who in your audience is inactive. Now, we mentioned this last week that your email service provider may actually do this for you. They may tag cold subscribers or people who are not engaged. The way that I like to do is to run a report and to find specifically who has not opened an email in the last 30 days, who has not opened an email in the last 60 days, who has not opened an email in the last 90 days if you haven't done a list cleanup in that long. Once I've identified these people, I'm going to create a new segment and they are going to be named according to their behavior. So that means I've got a segment of haven't opened in 30 days, haven't opened in 60 days, haven't opened in 90 days. The reason you want to do this is because when you're starting a re-engage campaign, you want to send people through in small batches instead of sending everyone through at once. Let's work on content next. I always recommend no more than three emails in a re-engage campaign. You can actually do less. So if you want to just do one and done, you can try that. But I like to give it three emails because let's face it, if someone is not opening your emails regularly, there's a good chance they're going to miss that one and done email in their inbox. I would say three emails, no more than three, make them go out at different times of day and different days of the week. This way you are ensuring that that 
person has an opportunity to catch it in their inbox. The emails themselves should be super short and sweet. This is not time to have a really long story or anything like that. It should be very, very simple. We're talking like two to three sentences. You're just trying to get their attention. You're just trying to say, hey, what's up? Are you there? Knock, knock. Is anybody home? That sort of thing. And then you want to make sure that the subject line is going to catch their attention. It's going to be something that they're like, wait, what? And they got to open it to learn more. Here are some example subject lines that I've used and have seen pretty good success for. One is, I'm sorry I let you down. Especially if you can add that first name personalization, I'm sorry I let you down, Megan. Then people are going to be like, what do you mean? You let me down. What did you do? Another option would be, I miss you or I miss you first name would even be better. If you want to do a little humor, are we on a break first name? Once you've used those eye-catching subject lines, then the inside, again, should be short and sweet. So for example, you might say, I'm sorry I haven't supported you in the way that you've needed. Can I help? If I can help you in your business, what would it be? If I could help you with one thing in your business, what would it be? Of course, this will be specific to the services that you offer. For example, if you are a fitness professional, a fitness coach, you might ask if there's one thing that I could help you do better in your workout routine, what would it be? Or if you're a teacher, what's the one thing that that you would like to see done differently in your classroom this year, something along those lines. You're offering to help, but you're also asking them, and people like to talk about themselves. They like to talk about their problems. They like to talk about what's going on in their lives. So hopefully this will catch their attention. Now, something to be aware of with a re-engage campaign, you should be willing to man your inbox because people want to hear from you specifically. Now, if you have a massive list, let's say thousands and thousands of people, then you just need to have a team who is committed to checking that inbox and replying for you. But regardless, somebody, somebody needs to be responding to these people. That is the whole point of a re-engage campaign is connecting with one another and getting them back on board, back to the process of opening those emails. And if they hear back from you, they're going to have that sense of loyalty, warm, fuzzy feelings, and they're going to be on the lookout for the next email you send their way. Let's really quickly talk about automation because this is not really something I can talk through with you depending on your email service provider, how automations are set up, etc. But just the basics. First, you're going to have your segment and that's going to be the people that you run through this funnel, this automation. Then this list is going to go through. It's going to send the first email and then you're going to have to decide if the person does this, then what? Do you want them to, do you want to wait until they go through all three emails? If they open one email, do you want to go ahead and tag them as one? one back or re-engaged, you need to think about what you're going to do with those people after they do what you want them to do. If they open the email and that's all that you want them to do, then you say, cool, they open the email. I'm going to keep them on my list. You would tag them as whatever, one back, re-engaged, whatever you decide. And then you would leave them on your list. If they don't do the thing that you want them to do, and if it's as simple as opening the email is all you want, then you need to decide, am I going to just go ahead and delete them? Am I going to tag them as unengaged? What am I going to do? And it may be that you want them to do more than just open the email. Maybe you want them to click on the link or you want them to reply or you want them to do whatever. Then you need to decide that up front too. But the short version of an automation in a re-engage campaign is this. You send an email, the subject does this or doesn't do this, and then what? Those are the three main things you need to decide. Who's going through it? What are you sending them? What actions do you want them to take? And then what? Oh, and here's a bonus tip. You've probably seen this done with big retail chain stores. Maybe you have been on their email list and you haven't opened in a while and you suddenly get a, a coupon in your inbox. Many times it comes with a note that says, we miss you. Here's 
you know, 20% off coupon. Hope to see you soon, something like that. So you can use those tactics as well if you want to offer that person some kind of discount. And here's a bonus idea. If you want to really catch the eye of someone, you could also offer them a special savings or a special sale that you're not offering the rest of your list in order to get them to open and re-engage. You just have to determine if it's worth it for you. Is it worth the savings that you're offering this person in order to retain them on your list if that person may continue with their unengaged behavior? Because at the end of the day, you only want people who really want to be on your list, who really want your content, who really want your product or service. You don't want dead weight, as we talked about last week. So Is it worth it to offer them savings if they maybe are just going to stick around for that one sale or that one offer and then go right back to being cold traffic? It's up to you. You have to weigh all of these things when you're making business decisions. And just remember that if they don't re-engage, it's okay to say goodbye. Reducing the size of your email list does not mean you are doing something wrong in your business. You're actually doing something very, very right and good for the health of your online business. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.